Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. so much for joining us on Straight Out of Savannah, talking with Tammy. My guest Janine Hernandez is here and she's going to share a little bit about who she is and what she does and how she can help you. Janine, take it away. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, so my name is Janine Hernandez and I am a published author, a speaker, a coach, a mommy, a little bit of everything. Um, but I am the founder of the Book Publishing Academy and I coach aspiring authors on how to write, publish, and launch their books. Um, it has been a passion of mine ever since I was about nine years old. I've pretty much told my parents my whole life, I'm gonna be an author. <laughs> um, and it was interesting because it was never like teacher or you know police officer, it was always author. And uh, I had the opportunity to finally walk away from corporate America about two years ago, and I've been doing this full time ever since. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. That is so amazing because, you know, a lot of times <laughs> kids go through so many different things, you know, like you say, you're going to be whatever when you're a kid and then, you know, you end up doing whatever, but something else, yeah. you know, and the fact that you actually spoke that thing out at nine years old and now you're living your dream. Yep. That's like phenomenal. Yes. That is so is. phenomenal. Mm -hmm. All right. So tell me, how did you get to that point where you decided enough was enough? And what were you doing in corporate America? So I was in HR management um, and I loved it. I love, I'm a people person. So I loved that there was a problem in the company and I get to fix it. Um, but we got to a point where they were talking to me about becoming HR director. And it was very clear to me, like needing to get certifications and certain trainings that I was not into it. I was just not passionate about it. I was not excited about it. Most people would be excited. They're like, director, you know, you can move yes. up to DC. That's a big career move. And I just was like, mm. so um, I had to really like dig deep and like, why, why are you feeling so blah about it? You know, and it was because that wasn't my passion. I would wake up every single morning and think about books and how I could help people write books. And I was like, well, then do that. So um, I started to save, you know, save about six months of my salary and I was mentally preparing myself because it is a lot of mental work to be able to walk away from a biweekly paycheck. Um, but I finally was able to do it, everything aligned and it was a mutual decision between myself and the company and I am so happy now, <laughs> so happy. That is awesome. Yeah. So it gives you the time factor that you need as well as pursuing what you enjoy and your passion. Yep. And I love that it's flexible. You know, I, like today was a little bit of an off day. I, I woke up and I was so tired. So I went right back to sleep. <laughs> but tomorrow will be a different day. Tomorrow I'll probably work a good 13 hours. So it just depends. It can fluctuate. It's flexible. And I'm my own boss. I can do what I want. <laughs> right. And then it doesn't feel like work, right? Exactly. See, that's the way I feel. It's like my husband will say, um, can you come out of that that room? Because <laughs> this is my office slash workout room. Mm 
-hmm. and he was like can you come out of that room you know because you you've been in there like all day like 10 hours or something and I'm like oh have I <laughs> because I enjoy you know doing this work so much that I do you know this podcast I love you know but this is like my passion project because I really really love doing this mm -hmm. and so I definitely understand when you say that you know you can do what you want because yeah. you're the boss yep and then um what type of mindset work did you do to prepare you to do um have your own business and actually be your own boss so obviously uh i, th I think for a lot of people the number one thing that comes to mind is how am i going to pay my bills you know because you're so used to a bi-weekly paycheck and at the time i was making good money so and i'm also a single mom so it was just a lot of that going back and forth on that um, but ultimately, honestly, you can do all the mindset work in the world, but I think for me, it was ultimately just surrendering and going with my intuition. Like, this is what God wants me to do. So nice. you just need to do it. And whether you feel comfortable or you feel like you're ready or not, that's, that's kind of where you're headed. Right. And it's, it was just like trusting that it, he wasn't going to allow me to fail, you know? So was I mentally prepared? No, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared, um, a lot of fear, a lot of insecurities, a lot of uncertainties, um, but it's like falling back on that blanket of, he got you, you're fine. And I have never, until uh, this day, it's been about two years that I've worked for myself. I've never gotten to a point where I've had to like penny pinch to figure out how I'm gonna pay my bills. It's always just flowed and worked and God has provided. So I will continue to just surrender. <laughs> That is so positive. Oh my God, that is powerful. Because the thing is, is so many times people second guess themselves and they wonder, you know, whether it's going to work out or whether they have a good idea and all these things. And the fact that you were able to, you know, push past that, you know, or actually it sounds more like get in the flow. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I still have those thoughts, but you just have to go with it. And when you're being led by your true passion, you're doing it because you truly believe in it. And it's something that I've wanted to do since I was nine. There's, I mean, there's not going to be anything that's going to get in my way or stop me. You know what I mean? Yes. So. <laughs> that is so powerful because I mean, how many people, cause how old are you? 34. Yeah. I mean, how many people, you know, allow that kind of stuff to just stop them and just block them and just, you know, and even though they know that they have this thing that's just burning inside of them, you know, that they want to create or that they want to do or that they want to become or whatever it is. It's like, you know, they sit down and they think about that biweekly paycheck. Or they think about insurance, too. I hear people say, yes. I'm ready to walk away, but I need the medical insurance. And I'm like, there's still options for entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? And for me, at least, like, I just tell myself I'm healthy. I'm fine. Everything's great. And I never get sick. So it's just like people, we, we will find the smallest thing to hold us back from yes. that leap. Yeah. Yes. What do you, what would you say to somebody, you know, if that's what one of the things they're saying? Because I've heard that too. They're like, oh, but I need my insurance because, you know, my medicine costs, you know, whatever, whatever, and all these things. And, and they'll, it's like, they'll find all kinds of reasons you know, um, not to do the thing. So, I mean, there's still options when you leave a job, you still either get Cobra or you're, you're able to get, you know, state insurance. 
whether you're whether you're you're still going to have to pay for insurance regardless or if you choose not to take insurance it's sometimes even cheaper if you're a type of person like me that never gets sick you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um once i like really broke it down like the amount of times you know i i go to my woman yearly and i i buy my vitamins and by the time i broke it down it was actually cheaper than what i was paying for insurance at a job so um yeah i think sometimes it could be an excuse now again everyone's situation is different there are some people that might have medical problems and but there are still options i had to go to urgent care the other day because i got bit by something and i had a huge allergy and i was like hey i don't have insurance and they're like oh we got you we have a program it was like thirty dollars a month and i'm like you can afford that like you know so it's uh there's options out there don't allow that to hold you back Yes, I agree. And I think that's so important to share because a lot of people are really there and they're like, oh, well, you know, or uh, I think I've even heard people say, but I got my 401k and I'm like, yeah, okay. Because you know what happens when the market crashes, right? You lose. And and I mean, you can still invest in stocks. There's options. There's options. You can still yeah. do other things. So exactly. Yeah. I think I think just like you said, it's it's almost like you have to get it in your mind and just make a decision and say, you know what, this is what I'm gonna do. And whatever it takes, mm-hmm. you know, this is what I'm gonna do and this is where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. So that that's 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 just that just that sets me on fire because it's like <laughs> Every time I hear somebody say, you know, oh, I, I can't, I, you know, I'm so, you know, I love doing this and I'm so good at this, you know, and I, I wish I could just do it all the time, you know, but I got this job, you know, and that's just like, to me, it's so unfortunate because you're not passionate about it. It's a mindset shift is what I call it. I, yeah. I sometimes hear too, I'm a single mom and I'm like, well, I'm a single mom too. So let's talk about it. You know, like I just like, let's have a conversation because I'm a single mom too and I'm able to make it happen. So, you know, whatever I need to do to help you get past that self-limiting belief that you might have about why you can't pursue your dream because you are a single mom. You know what I mean? Like I do. Let's have the conversation, you know? So it could be a multitude of things, but yeah. Um, Yeah, that's kind of my journey. (laughs) So do you... (laughs) So did you have the support of your family when you decided, hey, I'm going to be an entrepreneur? Um, so at the beginning, so I would say about four years prior to me leaving corporate America, I was doing like multi-level marketing and things like that on the side. I don't think that they were that supportive. They were looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but <laughs> over the years, over the years, I've been able to almost prove myself. And, uh, and so no, when I walked away from corporate America, they, they were fine. And I actually, I remember I asked my mom one day, I was like, mom, do you ever get, do you ever fear for me as your daughter, being a single mom, you know, doing this on my own? And she said, never. She's like, I know that you will do everything in your power to make sure you guys eat. So she's like, I never, I don't worry. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Like that makes me feel really good. So Yes, because that means that they believe in you. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times that's one of the things that people are missing because they don't have anybody to believe in them, you know, because family is like wonderful sometimes. And, you know, (laughs) I can say that because I've done like so many different things. And I know sometimes I'd be like, what's she doing now? (laughs) 
here she goes. Here she goes. What she want? What she selling? What she peddling? You know. <laughs> and I've heard that from so many other people that I've interviewed. It's like okay. So I just wondered how that worked for you. So going forward, what is the thing that you love the most about what you do? For me, I think it's helping people be vulnerable to share their story. I love that part. I, I love the part of people being afraid to do it and then me helping them overcome that fear and then seeing their book in their hand. Like that's beautiful. So yes. I think that's the best part. Yes, yes, yes. That is amazing. Now, have you come across a situation where you had somebody that wanted to write their book, but say maybe they were afraid or they were thinking about judgment? I mean, how, how did you handle that or how would you handle that? Yeah, I mean, it actually happens a lot. I have a few authors who have been working with me for over a year and they started writing their book. They're almost done writing their book, but they completely stopped because they allowed the fear to, st to stop them. To shut them down. So it's continuously following up with them and having those conversations and let's talk about it. Why are you in this season? But also respecting their season. Everyone, you know, everyone's, everyone, you'll be ready. You'll know when you're going to be ready, right? So I can't push you and I can't force you. And I can tell you till I'm blue in the face, you know, you got this, like we can do this, let's push past it. But a person will take action when they're ready. So um, it's just being there for them, acknowledging how they feel, understanding them because I, it took me 17 years to publish my book. <laughs> I allowed fear to put, to put it on the back burner. And so um, it's just being patient also giving tough love where it needs to be but at the end of the day i can't force anyone so so you're actually a coach yes <laughs> i was gonna say because that's what that sounds like yeah you know because you yeah yeah so you have to really let people be who they are and be where they are without giving in to that place that they are yeah you know and that's that's very important i really i love that Okay, because I wonder about that because I know for myself, I wrote my book three times. One time I wrote it and it it uh it died in a computer. That the second time I printed it off because I said I'm not gonna have that happen again. I printed it off and I put it up and then I ended up leaving it in a storage that I lost. So then so this time when I wrote it, I was like, you know what, this is this is this has gotta be. But I noticed that each time the story morphed. I mean, it, it, it was the same, but then it, it had some changes. You got better. You know, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And it, and then even at the point of actually publishing it, I still kind of was like, I don't know if I should do this, you know, cause it was my story. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I, how, how is everybody going to feel, you know? And, you know, and I thought about all the judgment that I possibly could, you know, could get from it so yeah so it was really that place so when you get when you encounter people like that because I know that you have what do you tell them so I personally go through that and I tell people that all the time because they're like oh my god I'm so scared of what people are going to think and my family and friends and I tell them well me too like I've, I've written six books and every single book I get scared usually the week prior to launching I'm in tears 
because I'm like, oh crap, it's getting real. <laughs> um, Here we go. I think every author goes through that. I think every single author goes through that. It's completely normal. And I just tell them like, you just got to feel it and then move on. Like, let's, let's cry for a little bit and then let's move on because it's just, it's just a feeling for right now. Um, but if you allow that to stop you, it'll always stop you. So, and then once you publish and you see that people really, you know, if people do have comments, it's like brush them off. But for the most part, people will support you and they're excited and, you know, it's different. So all these thoughts that you had in your head, sometimes they're not even like existent. <laughs> right. Cause they're just thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, and the thing is, is, you know, the thing I love about a belief is that it can be changed. True. It's not a fact. It's just a belief. True. You know, and I, I, I love when people tell me stuff and I'm like, no, that's not even true. Yep. I mean, if you think about that or either I say, listen to what you said, does that even make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's crazy how, you know, people can really be all in their heads. And, and the thing I love is that when you're able to coach people and help them to get out of their heads, you know, and to actually more step into their hearts, you know, and then more actually just doing the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's just, to me, that's like fire. Yep. So what lights you up about your business besides helping people to be vulnerable and share their story? I love to see the end result. I've had a couple authors uh, on the news or hit Amazon's bestsellers. And that's just, that fires me up. It's like, yes. I also, for some reason, I'm a book hoarder, so I love books. So receiving their book in the mail, that fires me up. Like, oh my God, I helped create this, you know? That that gets me excited. That is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So do you have a strategy to help people to get to the Amazon bestseller? Is that something that you do when you um, help people to publish? Nope, I don't personally do it. I have a colleague that does all of the Amazon's bestsellers. So I usually refer them to him and he does his work. He works his magic. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. So you do some do some collaboration. So do you actually do the editing or do you have a team? I have a team. I have an editor. I have a couple of editors, but I do not edit books. Nope. Gotcha. Not my area of expertise. <laughs> and that is, that is, that's, that's, that's important. We're going to talk about that right now. Mm -hmm. You know, how working in your, um, what did the guy say? The zone of genius. Mm -hmm. So when you work in your zone of genius, then you're able to show up and do the things that you do. Yep. And then allow other people to, to show up and do the things that they do. Yep. That's powerful. That's so true. Mm -hmm. And for me, like I've become okay with the fact that I'm going to write a book and it's going to have 10 million misspelled words and grammar issues. And I've just become okay with it. There's, but that's fine. I can find an editor that's going to help me put it all together and I don't have to be perfect. I, and I think that's what held me back the, the first time was I wanted it to be perfect and nothing's ever going to be perfect. So I just accepted that as a writer, I misspell words and I have grammar issues and that's okay because that's not my area of expertise. That's why I hire the professional editor to help me with that. Um, and then that's great because you have a team, you have, you can collaborate with other people, you know? Yes, that is powerful and perfect actually. Mm -hmm. um, because so many people have that notion in their mind 
that they have to be perfect, even though, you know, they, they want to write, they love writing it's what they want to do. And they're passionate, but they have this thing in their mind, like, oh, I got to be perfect. You know, everything has to be perfect. But I tell people, that's why you have an editor mm -hmm. to help you be perfect. <laughs> that is awesome. So what, um, what is your last book about? So my last book is called The Light in Times of Darkness. And um, so there's two parts to it. There's the dark part and the light part. And I just talk about situations in which I've been in that were not so pleasant and how I choose to still be a boss and overcome them and live life with a smile on my face and not live like a victim. Um, so I kind of walk through a little bit of the dark negative stuff, but how that was all a part of my lesson, right? It was all a part of my journey. Um, and I just dive deep into like how I healed myself or how, how I'm still in the process of healing myself, right? Because healing is a, is a lifelong thing, but yes, it's a journey. Um, yeah, it's a journey, but, um, but yeah, I just walk through that. And so I'm very excited about it. It's going to come out. I actually received the edited copy today. So hopefully by next week, we start working on the book cover and it'll be ready by October. That is awesome. Yes. October. Okay. So we're going to be on the lookout for the light in times of darkness. Yes. 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 So we're going to be on the lookout for that book, y'all. So we're going to grab that and make sure that we support Janine in that. Um, I love books as well. Do you um, prefer Kindle or do you prefer to the to hold them in your hand? I love I love them in my hand, and I like to see them in my bookshelf. But I do still buy some books on Kindle just because when you're at the doctor's office or at the supermarket in line, those little extra spaces in the day, I love to just pick up the Kindle and I'll read a few pages and then I go back to what I was doing. So um, for me, a Kindle works. Yeah, I like that too. I love I love audibles. Mm, yeah, those are good as well. Mm -hmm. I actually was um, trying to get my book on audibles. Oh my God. That is a feat. Yeah, it's a whole process. It is a whole process. It's like, oh my God. So I thought about it one day. I said, you know, maybe that's just not what I'm going to do. <laughs> but I kind of have just put it on the side, you know, right now. It's like, I'm like, work on it later. I can't really focus on that right now. Yeah, it's a big project. So. It is. It yeah. is. It is. Because they don't take Zoom recordings. No. So I was like, oh my God, I did the whole whole thing on zoom and then i went to went to upload it in there like oh no we don't take zoom recordings yeah it has to be what? done professionally yeah I, I just sent my zoom recording to somebody on fiverr to to do whatever it is they do yeah because yeah. they can they, they those people on fiverr can fix it all up so yeah i love the way they do it's like they just remaster it all and you know so i yeah all right, um, let me see, I have one other question. So say if someone comes to you and they say, oh, you know, I really wanna write a book and I've been wanting to write this book for 25 years or whatever, um, what is the process that you take them through in order to help them to get their manuscript out into the world? 
So um, what I have is a book publishing academy. And what I do is I, I help them write, publish, and launch their books. And it is online courses that teach you the full process. So we actually start with the author mindset and a lot of those getting over those self-limiting beliefs. But once we get through that, we start with an outline. We'd go through the writing process. We go through the publishing process for print and ebook. And then we go a little deeper into book launch marketing and advertisement and building a brand that attracts media coverage. Um, we do have some sales trainings as well, but pretty much I walk you through the full author business from start to finish. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So you said when we were talking in the green room that you were rebranding. So what are you doing? Well, so I'm not rebranding, I'm calling it a relaunch. So I've been in business for about six years and last year I launched the Book Publishing Academy I had no website. The only thing I had was a logo, <laughs> um, but it took off during the pandemic. I mean, I think I had like 20 people sign up in a matter of like three weeks. Wow. So I've been on the go, on the go, on the go. And I barely got around to creating a website, creating a symbol, figuring out our core value, like all of that stuff. So I'm just reintroducing ourselves this week on social media. Um, we did a little bit of branding videos. Um, re, like introducing who we are, why, you know, why we do the book publishing, why we want to help people publish their books and share their stories. Um, so it's just a reintroduction. <laughs> that is so nice. That is so nice. All right. So now do you, do you also advise people to do the book cover first or is that you, you advise it last or how do you tell people how to do that? I usually advise it last simply because it, it all depends on how many pages your book is. Um, so you need a final manuscript. If you have a, uh, and this is what my illustrator, not my illustrator, my graphic designer told me recently, he's like, I really appreciate that you have them wait until the end to do the book cover. He's like, because every time that you change the amount of pages or all of that, it changes the specification of the book cover for the print company. He's oh. like, so every time we do that, he's like, I have to go into Adobe, whatever it is, the software that he uses, he's like, and I have to resize everything. And that takes time. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I always just suggest wait until you have a final edited and formatted book. And we know how, exactly how many pages your book is going to be. That way they can start working on it and create the right formatted book cover for you. Oh, now that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Because I often wonder why people waited to <laughs> the end. Because it's like, because in my mind, I think if you could have the book cover, then you can start promoting the book way earlier. But you can still promote the book even without a cover. Yeah. And I mean, you can create like an ebook cover because that it's just a, you just have to upload a JPEG. So it's pretty easy. But when it comes to print, it's very specific and it has to be a specific size. And even the spine of the book has to be a specific size. So any little thing that can throw it off, it's going to create more work for them. So I just tell everyone, just wait until you're done. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let everyone know if there's something that you are um, you're promoting right now. 
So right now, just the book, it's, it will be available for pre-order soon. And then um, with my relaunch or my rebrand, um, I am reintroducing my book publishing academy. Last year when I launched, I had 30 videos, um, online videos that taught you how to publish. But right now we're about to relaunch with 68. So yes, I've added so much more content and value into it. So um, we are going to have a special for the month of August. So check that out. <laughs> Awesome. And let the people know where they can connect with you. The best way is social media. So you can find me on Instagram at Janine Hernandez underscore. Um, or you can email me at info at Janine Hernandez .com. Those are the two best ways. Awesome. And I'll have all that in the description of the video and the audio as well. That way people can connect with you easier. All right. So thank you so much for joining me, Janine. It has been so much fun. Um, and I'm just super excited just to be a part of your journey. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate you. Oh, yeah. No worries. It's been it's been good. Because the thing is, is I love supporting entrepreneurs. That's just something that the spirit gave me to do. You know, like I said, this for me is a passion project because I truly do love talking to different people and getting different perspectives. And, you know, and I'm, I'm really, like I said, I don't go and do a lot of um, background on people. So I'm truly learning just like everybody else is. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I love it. Love that. So again, thank you for joining me. Oh, I was trying to make sure that thing didn't go off. Make sure, um, thank you for joining me and make sure that you check us out and make sure that you connect with Janine if you are ready to write your book and her book, Writing Academy, and look for her book that's coming out. And tell them the name of the book again. The Light in Times of Darkness. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. So make sure that you're checking for that and checking social media, especially Instagram, correct? Yes. And, uh, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. I know you've been blown away with the amazing valley here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it. I'm straight out of Savannah. Talking with Tammy.